What's up, everybody? Here we go for another first impression BJJ episode. First, I would like to ask you guys a huge favor. If you can subscribe, like, and share the channel, that would be a great help. And we're going to keep our content of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu experiences out there and maybe motivate more people to try Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Today, as guests, we're going to have Nathan Rector, a.k.a. Nacho. Nacho is a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, second degree under George Brito at Toronto BJJ. He's also an instructor and teach kids and adults. Today, we're going to get to know a little bit more about Nacho's experience since the beginning throughout his whole path until nowadays. I hope you guys like. If you can, leave some comments and enjoy the podcast. Thank you. So today, I'm going to have Nacho. His name is Nathan Rector. <laughs> most like, most known as Nacho, the guy from Toronto BJJ. Me and Nacho has been a teammate for, I don't know, maybe six years, over six years, the last six or seven years, you know, we've been training together, doing a lot of stuff together, not only training, but doing tournaments, going around, talking, laughing, many stuff. A lot right? of traveling. Exactly. A lot of good yeah. times. That's, that's for sure true. Uh, so Nacho, I want you to uh, introduce yourself a little bit and then we can keep going. Okay. My name's uh, Nathan Rector, AKA Nacho. <laughs> Uh, I've been working at Toronto BJJ for 13 years now. Uh, I've had the opportunity to uh, meet and experience a lot of different people out there. It's been sure. uh, it's been a great ride so far, and I hope to continue it for another 10, 15. Awesome, awesome. I'm sure. I'm sure. I can't wait to to those 10 or 15 years because that means we're gonna do a lot of stuff together too. Exactly. <laughs> so we get to beat each other up even oh more. Yeah. Drive some mats, put some mats in, in the storage, oh yeah, put some, light some mats on that's, the <laughs> That's my favorite part of the job, moving right? the mats. <laughs> so basically, Nacho, how long you've been doing jujitsu for? Uh since 2006. 2006. Wow. So yeah. 15 years, basically, yes, right? 15. 15 years. And I want, I want you, I want you to just explain a little bit how, like, not from the beginning now, but how this 15 years has been to you. Um, it's, it's been amazing. Uh, I had some pretty stressful jobs beforehand. Uh, we'll probably get into that later. Sure. But, uh, one of my first, uh, adult job was working at uh, small option homes in uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia. And I had to deal with uh, a lot of clients that uh, had anxiety and autism and stuff. And it can be really stressful to, uh, to deal with people like that. Um, but, you know, you gotta, you gotta be calm and collect and, uh, when I was coming up here, uh, I had uh, just finished my corrections uh, program down at NSCC uh, in Nova Scotia, and I am supposed to be a uh, prison guard, a correctional okay. officer. Uh, that never happened. <laughs> so, yeah, there it goes thousands of dollars. Then. Well, I have it under my belt. If I wanted to do it, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, I could go do do it, but it's a very stressful job. Um, But uh, I came here and uh, the job that I had before Toronto BJJ was also very stressful and it led me to uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been a ride ever since. Oh, sure. uh, just the the whole concept of uh, meeting new people and uh, good point and and yeah, like I've knock on wood, I've had very few uh, bad experiences at Toronto BJJ. Like when it comes to uh, meeting new people, because there's a lot that go through that building. Oh yeah, so, um, many people every day, right? A lot yeah. of come, a lot of goals, a lot of stays for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just uh, getting to know them, 
them getting to know me and you know sharing our stories and stuff like that yeah, like yeah. we wouldn't uh we wouldn't necessarily have that uh if it wasn't for brazilian jiu-jitsu and uh and what i mean by that is if i met these people like out on the street or whatever i'm pretty sure that they wouldn't want to approach me and talk it would to me be totally or, different right yeah yeah i get exactly. it i get it. i get it have something in common there so it's just uh it, it uh it is a huge difference when you enjoy your job when when you love your job and the people that are there uh yeah. it's just uh yeah it's, it's a different place experience. right it makes makes the place like a lot better to be at absolutely right yeah. like you and people know people know if you like your job or not especially yeah. if you're a teacher an instructor yeah uh a coach um sure. they're gonna know if you like it or not and oh, when yeah. you pass along that positive attitude uh they they see that and then it makes them want to come back that's that's for sure true i i totally agree with that like passing this type of mentality and positive positive it's like people can see if you actually enjoy or not right like they, you come to class and you have that guy right there like yeah yeah let's go uh, warm up or do this or that and then you come to nachos class and it's like very hey guys let's go do this run stop <laughs> squats let's go you know like this type of and good and good music and good music exactly nachos <laughs> playlist that was the best that's one of the like and the, the, <laughs> you know this isn't patting myself on the back or anything because a lot of times <laughs> the students don't ask me about the technique at the end of the class they're like oh what song was that <laughs> <laughs> can you can you give me the names of your songs on your playlist Like, yeah, sure, well, absolutely. Well, sure. What about the tech? No, the technique was good, but the song was better. Let's go. Yeah. Give song. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know that happens, man. That's funny. You take like a turn of BJJ. I like, I know myself, you know, like I said, I've been with you for a long time, and I know you take you take care of the white belts downstairs pretty much every day, right? Like, yeah, you have white belt classes every day, I believe so. Every day, uh, two to three every day for the white two belt. To three classes for the white belt right yes so like i want you to tell me how you see like these because you you meet people with zero experience but first let's say they pass maybe through me through nate maybe through you to the intro class right so they come yeah we do the intro and then we have that like One I, I do I do intros on top of uh, on top of the classes as well. Uh, there's uh, because we have such a huge schedule, we're very fortunate to have David Mosley and, and Nathan and Stan exactly. to teach the classes. And uh, I will say it can be repetitive, but one of the things that I enjoy the most uh, is teaching people that just walk through the door of the intro class exactly because nine times out of ten they they love it and they, they're true and just they, they, the, they show the they show the how to say like the true uh feeling at the moment right and then we enjoy that talking to those yeah. people and showing, no, I, right? I, lo I, i love it and then Uh, what I love even more is that, you know, they stick around, they sign up, like, yeah. obviously that's good for business, but just to see them uh, changing their lifestyle. And, and you and, actually uh, gave that little first piece, right? The yeah. feeling of like, okay, I introduced, okay, that they, they already came, they had that courage enough to come to class and, and, and then they meet you and, and then you go there, you do the class, you teach them little movements like front row back row some self-defense right some stuff yeah and they come out maybe next week and then they sign up and they start coming and you're like yeah i mean like that thing that i showed them like made i believe that's where they put like the decision right okay i like this i'll keep going yeah right one thing that uh happens quite a lot well before all this bs 
pandemic <laughs> crap, exactly. yeah. uh, is <clears throat> they would always want to stay for the next class. That's, yes. that's where you really know you got them. They're like, yeah. oh, can I stay for the stay next for the night. class? Exactly. <laughs> They keep looking at the back, like to whatever is happening, right? And like, maybe can I enjoy the? Well, you see, let's take it step by yeah. step, right? I know, I know exactly how it is. I give, I give so many interests to you know, and I still give a lot of interest. It's the most though... important. It's the most important part. It's it's crucial to to have a, a good intro because you know they're either gonna keep walking in there or they're never going to return. Did you had an intro when you try it or no? It was just like, hey, Nathan, okay, <laughs> Matt. I was, it was very different. <laughs> let's, very let's, different. Tell me about, uh, talk about it. I got, I got thrown into the sharks. <laughs> and it was, but it was a great experience. You know what I mean? It toughened my skin and whatnot. But yeah, it was it was a very different program. Very, I'm sure it was very different. And um, I how yeah, was, I got lots of stories. <laughs> exactly how so how was the 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 decision leading to to go to your first class at, at BJJ like to do BJJ? Okay, so okay. that's where we're <laughs> gonna get in to my old job. Uh, I was the assistant manager to the VIP uh, at the Brass Rail. Okay. And I unfortunately have a hot head. I have, <laughs> which I have lots of control of now um, because of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. But oh, back God. then, uh, it was around, um, so I started there in 2003. And I worked there for uh, for five years, and so when I first started, it was very like old school. Like we we could uh, take care of the customers uh, in a you know violent <laughs> way when they were disrespectful. Um, okay. Okay. I'm just being honest with you. Yeah, no, uh, I know, I know. So I was... That was the best know, way you could treat them, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but they were, pardon my friends, you know, real dickheads. So they deserved <laughs> what they got. Like, I don't ever go looking. I don't uh -huh. ever go looking. But when someone's disrespectful or we have to, you know, protect the girls. Act, and act like exactly. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I would put my hands on them. And uh, eventually uh, the, the owners were like, okay, it's getting more <laughs> tight. Um, we can't be knocking people out. Or, <laughs> Dragging them down the stairs. We have to figure out a way uh, where this, you know, On, where we can controlling get them. Out of the building. <laughs> yeah, exactly. controlling them without leaving any bruises or anything. Exactly. So, yeah. So <laughs> my my uh, boss, he said, "Not well." My name was. I didn't have the name Nacho when I was working there that's good first. good point good point um uh he was like nathan like you should you should think about you know getting into some mma or uh <laughs> doing some brazilian jiu-jitsu or wrestling or something because um the owners who were the coopers uh they uh they were like we, we really like his work etiquette and stuff and and how he's loyal and and protects everyone but he has to stop hitting people <laughs> in the face pretty much and and get them out of there without you know leaving uh evidence <laughs> but, but okay but the one question like you said you you're not looking at you like you're not looking for that right like this just just happened no, all the time all the time i believe yeah, uh it's amazing see when you work in the entertainment uh 
district, um, any bar, not just uh, a peelers. Okay. Um, people think that they can uh, talk to you however they want. They can mm -hmm. pretty much treat you like shit. Like shit. Um, yeah. And they would be very disrespectful to the women that I work with there and the waitresses. They slap waitresses on the bum and stuff. And that's where we have to, you know, see, okay, yeah. it's time to go. Uh -huh. um, I wasn't necessarily supposed to do it because I was a manager, <laughs> but I was just like insistent because it like when the person deserves it, it's kind of they fun. deserves that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like I, I I totally agree. I believe and I can see whatever you mean, you know. But it's different when you actually because I believe there is a lot of guys that. When you, when they like, like, I'm not saying that you are scary, but you're a big dude, you got tattoos, you know, you got a beard, you're, you're like a thick dude. And yeah. some of these guys, they don't have the same head. That, okay, before maybe I, I didn't meet you before, right? I know Nacho, I don't know the, the Nathan from, you know. Yeah. So I believe a lot of guys like this, they have this type of attitude you know, to be like scary and get at the moment and just, okay, you know, grab people for the t-shirt, put up and just get the fuck out of here. You yeah. know, maybe hit them too because they think they're big, they're strong. I don't know if you had this in your mind before, you mm -hmm. know, but I see this a lot. You know that this happens a lot. After jujitsu, I'm sure that after you calm down, you can see that, like those big dudes, like- 100%. There, you know. there, were, there were times that like, I think back on where I was just like, like, what was I thinking? Uh, I'm, so, I'm so lucky that I got away with da 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 da. Like, uh, and nothing happened to you. Throwing some of the people out, and nothing happened because that's why they uh, sent me to uh, train. <laughs> to, they, to train, yes. they, they paid for my membership at first. Also, they uh, paid you. Yeah, uh, because they wanted me to. They know, really like you then, right? They yeah, like, yeah, okay, like yeah. So they That's sent good. me there, and I uh, I got to train, and uh, it it totally changed my perspective on uh, on life in general. Like, um, it again, the job that I had before that I have now uh, was very stressful. Like you have to deal with a lot of different attitudes and uh, people that just, you know, like I'm, I'm from Nova Scotia and uh, we're all good old boys down, down <laughs> there, you know, like we just, we just want to smile and have a good time. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But as soon as someone, you know, is yeah. disrespectful. Don't step on my toe, right? Don't, don't, don't step off. on my toe. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But totally Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and uh, the reason why I started it was because I knew I had to, you know, control those emotions. Plus, I wanted to get into shape. I was around 265 pounds. I was a nugget. A I big was a boy. Marshmallow. A big yeah. boy. Yeah. Uh, and I'm only 5'10". So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I knew I that I, I had to go that. do this to make, you know, my lifestyle, my life better. And lo and behold. It's a so then you stick week. around since the first, pretty much first class. You went there. They put yep. you in like to sign up. You went there. First class, you loved. Basically, you went there yep. with the... So you got you 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 first class like you said. I was uh, training with uh, uh, Wagner, Fabiano, and Leo okay. Santos. Okay. Uh, and I went there first for MMA, um, and I, yeah, so I got the shit kicked out of me by Wagner, <laughs> who's the one teaching, and that was a great experience because they don't believe in intro classes. <laughs> Back then, believe, right? So, uh, yeah. yeah, and then uh, I got to uh, do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu with Leo, and that's where I was like, "Wow, this is this is amazing!" Because again, like I, I was two sixty five, and I was twenty five years old, 
like wow. you know yeah. like yeah. young yeah. and and out strong and he just folded me up like a pretzel and it was so impressive <laughs> you know what i mean i'm sure I'm and now sure. even to this day like there's you know 150 pounders out there that can still do, do that right exactly <laughs> exactly i know i know i totally understand that so could, could you say not that like since the beginning of your journey on jiu-jitsu it completely changed your life like you your lifestyle yes absolutely um i uh the, like i worked six days uh a week at the upper brass and we would have our sundays off and i would go out and with the nightlife and stuff because we got uh -huh. everything for free because the other people the other club owners would come to our place and yes pump them drinks and stuff it was just very unhealthy and i like on my on my nights that i was working i wouldn't get home until three in the morning wow and then i'd want to eat food which is really bad especially for my genetics and it was just it was a nightmare but Uh, for two years, um, until I was blue belt at Toronto BJJ, uh, I was still working at the Upper Brass. But okay. because of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and me wanting to to excel and lose weight and everything, uh, and and you know the, the coaches that were there at the time, they were they were amazing. Kareem and uh, Cesar got me to uh, blue belt. And uh, anyways, um, I wanted to be able to get to the afternoon classes because I had to start work at 7 p.m. at night. Okay. So I would be sleeping when I got home and then I would get up and I would go to class. I wouldn't stay for uh, the, like, you would get a staff drink at the end of the night. Like uh -huh. they, would give you, they would give you a free drink, whatever you wanted skipped that didn't eat as soon as I got home took meals to work and ate at the right time didn't so you start to after to, I get it you yeah start to because I wanted slowly to right class. yeah these guys yeah. were these guys were mauling me like and just, I'm, I'm just, just like, like uh, to to point uh, um to point out one thing so you as a that's that was as a blue belt right you you'd say You start to complete like make the meals and change yes. like as a blue yes, belt, because right? Because the the tournaments as well. Like I went right in there immediately at white belt, and the tournaments were very different. <laughs> <laughs> They were I'm sure round it was robins. You. So the like there was one tournament where, and this is where I'm ultra heavy at five ten, and five ten exactly. Four other guys that I fought. And they just totally smashed me. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not supposed to be in this weight division. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be like this, right? Yeah, exactly. And that, that intrigued me. And then the more I was, you know, losing weight and stuff and, and training more, it, uh, it you know, you just made me feel better, healthier. Even, even better. working at night, do you think... Do you think that, I'm sure that our system is kind of messed up when you change, right? Like, because you're working at night and you're doing and kind of sleeping in the morning, right? To yeah. keep going. So you kind of switch stuff, right? Do you think when when you start like, okay, I'm going to start to, you know, lose weight because I want to be able to train more, to be able to, to do more stuff, your behavior at work, it changed too, right away, I believe, right? 100%. Uh, and like, I'll, I'll be the first to say, especially like with our self-defense program that, uh, George has taught us and the things that we've learned on our own as well. Um, it's so beneficial and effective. Like I, I, after, after about a year of Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I was able to take out the customers without any bumps or bruises, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, I got in a lot, a lot less trouble. <laughs> That's good. That's good, man. Like yeah. I, I can, I really agree with that because it's really like as in the beginning of my journey in jiu-jitsu, it really 
change right away, you know, like all my habits and everything, especially with the competing things. When I decided to compete, it was like all diets and and plan meals and bring lunch and and have food all like not eating all the time but have like healthier food with me you know and do my stuff and don't buy like junk food or whatever so I start to to do better because of tournaments but besides that when you realize like as a as a blue belt up like how was your uh decisions to become a instructor like how did you switch it up <laughs> You okay. know, like from so after um uh I was involved in a couple of shootings at okay. the upper brass <laughs> and I was competing for Toronto BJJ at the time and <laughs> uh, oh, I, I was you. fortunate yeah. enough uh to uh Josh saw that you know I could run a busy establishment. And, uh, you know, we had become friends and, and he was like, listen, uh, I don't think you should work there anymore. It seems like you really enjoy Brazilian jiu-jitsu. How about you come work for me? Because the building needed a lot of work done. Wow. Uh, it had a lot of wear and tear. Like, uh, I don't know if you know this, but the, the painting on the outside, like the reason why the building is blue and yellow Because I you did, did it. <laughs> yes, that was me. That's a really? big ass building. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, people that people that don't know Toronto BJJ, they can't imagine that that whole wall blue and yellow. Yeah, oh, exactly. And and that that was a lot of work, but again, a, a, an experience. Um, so when I was first there, uh, I was uh, basically a rover where. Um, whatever need, and I still am, <laughs> uh, whatever <laughs> needs to be done, uh, I'm told done. to do it and I go do it. Uh, then, uh, I had the opportunity when I got my purple belt, uh, to teach intro classes. Okay. And, uh, one of the other reasons, like, this is where I'm still trying to lose weight and, God bless George, <laughs> but he said that I was too fat, that I need to, <laughs> I need to lose more weight. So that intrigued me even more to, to, to lose weight. I'm like, okay, done. <laughs> God, so, you told so me I I'll get it done, done right? And uh, I like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to do my own horn, but I was pretty good at teaching the intros and, and getting people to sign people, up and come yeah. in right away. So then, uh, as things got busier and we started running tournaments and whatnot, uh, some classes needed to be covered, and, and I, I started doing that. And then uh, I was blessed and uh, given the, you know, the privilege and challenge of, yes. of teaching, teaching at Toronto BJJ. And I just, uh, again, like, I, I love it so much. It's, uh, I know it's that. a great, a great job. Um, it is a lot of hard work, though. Oh, yeah, and I'm it sure can it mess it can mess uh, with you when you want to go to class somewhere. Yes. Because yes. you have so many classes to teach yourself. Exactly. That you don't get to go to the professor's class because you're teaching at the same time and stuff. Great so, point. I miss that yeah. a lot. I miss that a yeah. lot. A lot, yeah. you know. So and it's it's uh it's really important you, you got to keep learning you know what i mean you got to exactly. keep your exactly. your you got to be a sponge and, and soak it up so during this pandemic i've been fortunate enough to uh you know get some knowledge and and uh experience and hands on with some of the greatest fighters in in canada 
not going to yeah. say their names just in case we get in trouble saying we're training or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but they know who they are. Oh, I'm sure they know. I'm you sure know who know. they are. I know. I can play it to you. <laughs> they did this to me today. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, like, for whoever don't know too, Nacho, he also takes care of the, the kids, right, at Toronto BJJ. I, yeah. to be honest, not because we talk and, you know, we are friends for a long time, but man, I haven't, like, you with the kids are one of the best I have seen. And you already know, I, I told already that I want, like, some tips and stuff. I want you to come to my gym one day and, you know, maybe can teach so I can learn. But man, these guys with the kids... It's like a lot of fun, right? I'm sure every day some different funny stuff and happens with the kids because they are tough. You know, the kids are tough to, to deal with, right? Absolutely. And, but I, I honestly, I, I would like to say that, uh, that it's me, but I just think um, it's luck because I've been very, because I have 35 to 40 kids, like on Saturday, the, the class reaches 40 <laughs> kids. It's a huge class. They're fighting, like, <laughs> but they, they're so obedient. They listen so well, but it's not because I'm a drill sergeant or anything or hollering uh -huh. at them. It's because um, I'm constantly smiling I'm joking around with them. Always, I'm keeping yes. up to date with what kids think that's cool. <laughs> like, that's true. You know, those, Doing some, those some crazy flaw. Fortnite how to say so the dancing, the flawless, how to say that? The floss. The floss. Yeah, <laughs> the Fortnite dances. So I'll exactly. do them, but I'll do them wrong. And then they're like, oh, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and, and they love that, you know what I mean? You just kind of... <laughs> Treat them like, uh, you know, how you would want to be treated when you were a kid. Like, exactly. I would have, exactly. I would have loved, like, I didn't start jujitsu until I was 26, but I would have loved to have, uh, yes, to have, have done a class. Like, um, uh, Professor George, he does the uh, three to six year olds. The younger, even younger, right? This class is amazing. Yeah, and the kids love it so much, and I like I just can't imagine if I had started at that age. Like, oh my god, yeah. I've always wanted I've always wanted to play fight, and I'd get in trouble at school because I'd hurt another <laughs> kid. But just play fighting, <laughs> <laughs> just play fighting. That's it. <laughs> Some kids are soft, bro. But the kids that come into our academy, they come in as kittens and they leave as lions exactly i know that yeah. there's many many of them that i have seen throughout my time at Toronto bjj you know like they're really young and they, somehow they start growing growing just become like a little yeah and my beast, class right? my class with them is very basic one of the things i enjoy the most is uh after like a certain level i'll send them downstairs to nathan and yes. uh de santos and that's where they really get to soak in the knowledge and and become absolute beasts. beasts right? Yes. Like sending them to pans and stuff, and those kids seeing how they great. fight at the tournaments, especially like when they're uh, because Nathan's a high level competitor, right? And yeah. he preps them so well and so well. Oh, he's yeah. a, a calm and collect instructor as well. Like he doesn't put up with any shit. But at the same time, he's very nice, loves video games and stuff. And he talks to the kids about that. You oh, just have to have a relationship with them, you know? Like, yeah, that's it's true. It's very I see effective. Because then the ones that are there, they, they uh, tell their friends. And then their friends come in. And then they're like, oh, this is really cool. Like, we get to fight and but it's under control, you know what I mean? So it's exactly I always I say that uh, teaching the kids at my, like my, my age category, which is uh, six to 12, they, they look like bobbleheads fighting. It's <laughs> so hilarious and so entertaining. Very and the parents afterwards, they're like, they love it because then the kids are exhausted. 
They go they home. Go home they exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They all they spend all the power at the gym and get home to just yeah. become like quiet. Maybe eat, sleep, right? Yeah. It's it's a very it's a very good thing for the parents. Like the parents love that. I like your little shrine in the back. My little what? Your little shrine. What? Hey, hey, <laughs> you got some somewhat similar to what I have. We got our we got our hard earnings. Exactly, exactly. We gotta have it there, right? Of course. We gotta have it. We gotta have it. It's it's part of the, the you gotta have the bling too. Exactly. <laughs> the, oh, oh, these 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 things maybe don't really um have any actually value of money or whatever, but in our memory it's something that it's gonna be forever, right, Nacho? Yeah. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> There's so much fall on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I totally agree with you with the with the kids, right? Like the parents love that they go to the gym, they they learn. Um, like you said that you try to teach them in the way that you would like to be teach as a kid and stuff and do stuff that they like. But yeah. to be honest, I, I think you you do a, a big like you play a big hole on 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 teaching them in a way that they can be more respectful, they can be, they can respect each other because they learn that at, at the gym, right? With the, their own training partners and the others yeah. around because it's a lot of, it's not only the skill of jujitsu, right? It's the skill of many stuff around, like to have like a self, uh, um, how can I say that? You can, I, I'm gonna go as a kid language, like a spider sense. So they start to learn stuff around them because there's many kids around you know, so the danger they know. We yeah. have uh, yeah. so many nicknames for the positions. Uh, one of them, <laughs> it's called Shake and Bake. Shake and, and Bake. It's, yeah, it's the Toriano Pass. But there was a movie called, yeah, Shake and Bake, man, Shake and Bake. And the kids <laughs> love it. Uh, and, like, and it's from oh, Talladega Nights. It's a Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we add some comedy to the class, and we like they when it comes time to doing the technique and whatnot, and we we allow our kids to spar. So when it comes to those uh, times, we have to be serious. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's where yeah. I'll raise my voice or whatever, and but it's a, in a good way, like go harder good job like you know yeah 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 for that you just got to be calm and collect with them you know uh just uh have have uh communication with them and uh let them know that you're there like to to teach them and to be their friend and it just makes such a huge exactly. difference i'm sure i'm sure and i see that i see all all like I said, I used to see you all the time after kids' class, all the kids coming down, you know, and you're talking to them and they're talking to you, playing, jumping at your back, trying to hit you, trying to take you yes. down five a time, ten a time, yeah. whatever, right? So And, and uh, this, is, this is a trick that I learned from uh, Nate Diaz. Uh, sorry, Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz, um, okay. To get, to get his brother to train Nate Diaz, uh, he would convince him by buying him a burrito every day. He'd be like, "I'll I'll get you a burrito, but you gotta come train for a bit." And that's how <laughs> he got his young brother in there. So what I do is I have popsicles for the kids after oh, every class. Really? And, and it's just popsicles. <laughs> exactly. You know, just they're popsicles. like thirty I know, cents. I know. That's it. I know. But they love it. <laughs> they love it. They can't wait for the end of the class, right, Nacho? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, we're gonna both go. <laughs> I know, I know. They're, I really love, I really love to be around the kids because it just give another image of in in the day. I feel like that, you know, after the kids' class is just like very satisfying and see the kids smiling and going home. Some of them wants to keep around, you know, talk, play with you, and wants to stick around. It's really nice to to see that. And talking about like uh, we, you mentioned earlier about the self defense program and stuff that you did to you know to be 
to to deal better with your customers at the brass rail yeah. and stuff. So I want you to kind of how to kind of explain like to people in a way that people that never have done any self-defense or martial arts, what is like the feeling of understanding this and being able to self-defense? Well, for, first of all, uh, when, when you're, especially when the person has done their intro class and they're in for their first regular class like uh we've implemented in our curriculum uh that it's mandatory to have one to two self-defense movements during the warm-up um and it's been extremely beneficial because then people see oh this is how this connects to if i'm in trouble on the streets and uh the benefit to our martial art it's like we're not doing a kata or anything yeah yeah we're hands-on uh and people see that that uh understanding their hips and and balance and leverage that it's very easy to manipulate and protect yourself against someone that's attacking you because nine times out of ten the muggers uh the rapists the thieves they don't have a martial art background so when they have to deal with like uh, a a very small woman or or uh you know uh, uh, a a small man um that they're not prepared for what they're in for because it like i i have uh uh students that i probably have 80 pounds on and i'll let them i'll let them throw me you know what I mean? I'll let them apply a submission so they can see, wow, this legitimately works. And uh-huh. they really enjoy that, you know, and we do have the striking aspect of the self-defense that uh, we teach, uh, but it's very slow, uh, obviously, because we don't yeah. want people yeah. to get hurt and stuff. But then when it comes time to, uh, you know, uh, doing a drop Sayanagi when someone's giving you a Mataleon, uh, you, you know what to do. You're prepared exactly. for it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like people has to understand that these kind of things never going to come by you trying by yourself with stuff. Like I, I really try to preach that people should try, you know, like at least once go try jujitsu or some self-defense, like Jiu-jitsu especially, that's why I, I, I made the podcast, right? I want people to, to know about jiu-jitsu and give it a try because it completely changed your way of thinking of in, in a fight situations and how to deal with that, right? Like people that don't, yeah. don't have experience, they, you see people freak out. Sometimes they want to, sometimes they want to fight. Sometimes they want to, you know, just hit the people, the persons and, and go or whatever. Some people, they get in shock. They don't do, don't do anything like do in, in rapists, like in rape cases, you know, like what they do, like they, they just, they consent, they don't agree, they don't want that, but what can, in, what like a small girl can do or whatever, or a small man, like doesn't matter, right? They have yeah. no reaction. And when, once you go to the gym and you actually do those stuff, like get, maybe, maybe we never trained that. It gives you so much confidence. Right? Yes, it's, it's, build ups and build ups really quick uh, because like i'm sure you have seen some white belt that came to you did the interclass they were very quiet in the first two three months <laughs> and, no then, and then six months later they come to the gym they're working out they're eating better they're doing stuff the confidence just build up a new person right yeah the, and that's the same with uh, a lot of the uh the kids um the the parents have been so appreciative of uh the fact that their kids don't have uh uh separation anxiety anymore that like uh, some some kids would that when they came into the class they wouldn't leave their parents side and they would you know start crying and stuff and what we do is we allow the parent just got to sign a waiver and we allow the parent to uh, put on one of the loaner geese 
and then they do the class with their kid. They'll do that one or two times and then the kid gets embarrassed and doesn't want the parent there. And they've made, <laughs> they've made new friends. They made new buddies and they want to train with them. It's with Dave buddies, right? So much. Like it's, it's, uh, you know, just the confidence that, that this martial art gives to people is just amazing. And that's again, another reason why I love teaching this you know uh, to to people especially people who are just starting like just i i've been doing intro classes since uh like i i started purple belt and i don't have to we have other people that doing it i'm sure do it but i do it man because i i love it so much plus um we accommodate uh the student with certain hours were like oh i can't make it at six can i come at five and i'm like no problem let's i'm let's here get yeah. on it yeah and then and then they're like wow these guys are so accommodating and they have yeah. such a huge schedule yeah that's a plus right yeah i remember i've seen you giving uh, intro at noon classes yeah you know i use like i said i used to give that night I, Before, I gave a lot after of and during <laughs> yeah i give a i give a lot of intros i and here in cambridge um i just took the responsibility because i know this is the major step for that person you know into the martial arts and you yeah. you really got to be there like i'm i'm i showed nuts on the way you know i'm teaching him like how to do that he learned pretty well he's pretty good at the intros but I really like it to be there myself too and, you know, and, and give that because I know this is one of the principal steps of introducing this person to the martial art, right? And after yeah, that, so, you just... it's so important. It's so important for your academy. Like some people don't even, don't realize that they don't like, they don't care much for intro classes, but that is the number one class that you have to concentrate on. Yeah, because it's going to change the person's life after day one. And if you do a good job, they're going to come back. If you do a shit job, they're not going to come back and you don't have a business. You know, what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So, we, we talking about the, the business part. It, it is exactly like that. you got to make it happen so you can, you know, start to build up your clients. But on the other side, the feeling of, um, achieving that you know of making the person not making but giving the little push to the person to actually start something really nice that you've been through and you know how is it and you know what's gonna change right so yeah just to to um pretty much finalize uh nacho can you just uh tell with your own words like overall the benefits that has brought to your life or that you think can bring to somebody else's life of you know train jiu-jitsu first of all uh that would be uh my health physically and mentally it changed my life great point uh i met some really amazing people during the process uh i got to learn from you know a, a, an amazing Uh, professor that has put in the work himself, MMA and Brazilian jiu-jitsu wise, oh, yeah. and his lineage and who he has learned from, we both know like it's straight up legit, like legit, and yeah. and to gain that knowledge from him because I I wouldn't I wouldn't have my teaching skills uh, if it wasn't for for him. He's given me so much advice. Uh, when it comes to when speaking to people, plus, again, uh, you know, uh, being in shape, being that active during the, the classes and, and having communication with people. Um, this is a little bit off topic, but uh, because of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I met my life partner. Uh, true, Rui. true. Uh, yes. yeah, I, know I got that. to be yeah. her boss. <laughs> at a certain period 
Now you're yes. not anymore. Don't no. worry. No, you're no, not, no, anymore. not anymore. Not anymore. The no, way around. The way around. She's the boss now. She's the CEO. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> she does all the orders. Not um, human. It yeah, took like it's totally again like uh, it's uh, it's just an amazing experience. Um, whether it's your place or Toronto BJJ when all this pandemic shits over, like, anyway, right? yeah, I want to get so many people in there and exactly. just show them the amazing uh, side of this martial art. How For how sure. much it changes your life for the better that's that's our goal Nachion. that's our goal you know yeah. get people in spread the word keep talking positive like i said good things about jiu-jitsu and about life it's not only jiu-jitsu that matters of course but it it it's a a tool that we can use to change people's life yeah right and um yeah. No, again, seeing seeing this, uh, it's all about uh, seeing the smiles and the interest that they have. You know what I mean? And, yes. and them getting that bug, getting that addiction. Exactly. It's such the a healthy addiction. Virus, the jujitsu virus. Yeah. Could, be, could be a <laughs> pandemic of jujitsu yeah. all around the world. You know, get all these three millions, four million people. BJJ I don't know. 19. <laughs> <laughs> the new virus without vaccine we don't yeah. want a vaccine no nacho i want to thank you for the time that you took you know to to help me with this uh, um new thing that i'm doing not so new you know because it's already i don't know 22 episodes it's been Kelly, wild. we've helped each other so much exactly <laughs> i know so i just it's like a you scratch my back i scratch your back thing. i know man i know Plus but... you're a, you're a you're a super good dude amazing teacher Thank and a you. super super aggressive fighter like we've had lots of good scraps on the oh, yeah. oh yeah i I'm try my best afterwards <laughs> <laughs> i try my best Nachino. i thank you for your words man i, I know it's uh like I said, we've been together for a while. We do a lot of stuff for each other. You know, we've been around. It's just a call anytime, anywhere we go, we help. And uh, one more time, thank you. Have a great night and we keep in touch, buddy. No problem, brother. Have a good one. You too. Thank you. Ooh, peace.